Gotta eat the W, baby. Yo, 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 what up, dogs? And welcome to episode number 72 of the Fantasy Football Dogs Podcast. I'm your host, Josiah Panter, and as always, I'm here with my pal in real life, but my foe in fantasy, Nathan Nate Dog McDonald. We really out here, y'all. We, we really out here doing these startup rankings, so get ready. That's right, and these are dynasty startup rankings, so... Um, you know, we'll be getting into redraft in a couple of months. It is still dynasty season. Uh, you know, we're still doing startup drafts and done a couple already. So this is kind of what we've been going off of. Not really much has changed for me since my last startup about a month ago. Uh, maybe a couple guys moving up or down a couple spots, but, um, yeah, so, uh, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Quarterbacks. This is going to be the first of our dynasty startup positional rankings, um, little bit of news. Um, obviously there's been some more to come out about the Deshaun situation. It's getting really ugly. It's, uh, you know, the Houston Texans have been implicated and may be named in the lawsuit now as well, which would just completely blow this case to another level. Um, and the Browns just look like complete fools. And, you know, I was getting, uh, you know, some flack from some, some people, about feeling very uneasy and weird and it's complicated as a Browns fan, but now it really just looks like it's a, could be a bad investment. And, you know, he might end up getting suspended this whole season, which maybe you can argue it's still not a bad investment, but uh, yeah. What are your thoughts, Nate? I still like, I, even the new allegations against him, there's nothing I've seen that would make me think he would get suspended for anything more than half a season at most. Um, I would expect it to be more on the six game range, but you know, he, he could be missing a full eight, nine games. Um, so yeah, if you're a win now team, I, I wouldn't be drafting him this year. Uh, but if you're building for the future, then you may be able to get him at a hell of a discount. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fair enough. I, I do think there's a, I mean, I thought it would have been a half a season at the most as well, but you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it is a full season at this point. And the fact that the Texans are potentially implicated and what, what their implications are that they set up these meetings. Uh, so that would just completely blow it to another level. If the, if the Texans were, were at all complicit, but anyways, uh, other news. Um, and that would blow it to another level for the NFL for sure. But as uh, far as like Deshaun Watson individually, it doesn't really change anything as far as the allegations against him see i think if the once the league's involved in all this like he has to make an example i mean we'll see we'll see i, I we might know by the time our next episode happens so we'll we'll just we'll oh just, i highly doubt that i don't think we're gonna know for another month or two oh i've been hearing some rumors that they're gonna come out in the next week but yeah we'll see i mean we'll see we'll just see how it develops but definitely more messy now than it uh was when the browns made that uh you know record-breaking contract offer so uh any other news you want to cover nate uh you know just a lot of money's getting thrown around right now uh cooper cup got signed to a mega deal uh got a lot of guarantee money over the next two years i think it's around the 60 million dollar range so um yeah hats off to cooper cup that's obviously not bad news for matt stafford at all um so good stuff there um you know 
stuff about the rookies. I mean, Garrett Wilson's getting way rave reviews. Um, you know, Traylon Burks is getting good reviews from his coaches, but they're, you know, they did come out that he uh, has asthma. And there was a report from Sports Illustrated, I think Albert Breer, I, I don't want to be misquoted on that, but um, he he mentioned uh, that Traylon Burks might have been a little out of shape at some of the private workouts coming around the combine and when he was drafted, and that might have bumped him down a few teams boards. So, but a lot of it's preseason talk. So, but just like stuff to keep an eye on basically. Um, but yeah, other than that, they're, they're really in much. Yeah. I don't love the Trey Lomberg snooze, but I'm also not scared off or ready to change any positions I previously had. I mean, clearly his asthma didn't stop him from playing at an elite level for Arkansas, but you know, if this does continue, then perhaps I will be more afraid. But I, I think uh, the number one comment on Reddit was like Emmett Smith had asthma. <laughs> just like pick, pick, pick all the good players from history that had asthma and roll with it. But yeah, I mean, you know, obviously having an asthma attack during a game is an issue, but I'm sure there's things and steps you can take to do that. I don't know. I don't have asthma. Uh, but, uh, and, and, and I actually do have like exercise induced asthma and I will say colder conditions hurt me uh, a lot more. So maybe moving from Arkansas to Tennessee, uh, especially in the later games of the season might affect him. Um, the thing that would concern ain't cold to, to compare to Southern Arkansas, you damn right. It's cold. Uh, yeah. They don't even see snow down there, but, um, Anyway, uh, I would just be like a little more concerned about the like showing up out of shape stuff. Like I, you know, if he has really good motivation, I think he'll be a good enough player. Um, but yeah, you know, they drafted another guy that showed up way out of shape recently, Mr. Isaiah Wilson, and he's not on NFL field no more. Right. Yeah. Well, let's hope. I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to have the same issues that, that Isaiah Wilson had, but uh, you know, we'll see as far as the off the field issues, it seems to be a, a really, you know, He's not going to be jumping out of off of balconies into bushes, running from police and shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, hopefully we don't have to worry about that with Burks. But anyways, let's get into these quarterbacks. The reason why you're here, the reason why you're listening. Trying to know hopefully you've stuck about. around this far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to hear about these quarterbacks. Um, so let's get into them. Uh, the way we're going to do this, it's a little bit differently than we did it last year and kind of how we've done rankings in the past. Um, we're kind of going to break it down into, into tiers of three and we're going to do our top 24 quarterback rankings. And that's because in the past, we've only been able to do our top 12 because we're going back and forth with the rankings. And sometimes we end up talking about the same guys. So we figured this would be an easier way to, uh, you know, get through and we can do 24 guys and kind of cover the, the, the quarterback position holistically, um, instead of just the top 12 positions. Cause especially if you're in super flex, the top 12 are gone in the first, you know, two, three rounds. So you know, there's still a, a lot more to be said in, in Superflex. So uh, we're trying a new way. Let us know how you like it. Let it let us know if you think it flows as well and all that. Um, but this will uh, just just kind of preparing you for for that slight change. But anyways, let's get into it. Nate, go ahead and start us off with your top three dynasty quarterbacks. Okay, my top three, and this is going to be six point passing touchdown. Just to make that clear, I think that's becoming the norm, but. Uh, that's what we're going to rank based on from here on out. Uh, but number one for me, this isn't going to be a shocker. It is Patrick Mahomes, uh, especially in a six-point passing touchdown league. I like him, especially long-term. I don't see him dropping off ever. Like if he, you know, suddenly can't run as much, it's not like he, he wins with his arm. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously Tyree Kill leaving isn't 
ideal, but he still has Travis Kelsey there. They have Sky Moore. They brought in Juju, uh, Marcus Valdez-Scantling. Like, he does not have a shortage of options at all. So, And I think his talent is good enough to elevate everybody on that team. So uh, I like Mahomes particularly as a more long-term option uh, compared to my number two guy, which is Josh Allen. Uh, I think this is just about everybody's one-two punch here at the top. I mean, these guys, we saw how they performed in the playoffs, and it was some of the best quarterback play I've ever seen, and it was in the same game. Uh, you know, they're they're pretty close in age, these two. I mean, they're both 26 years old. So, yeah, it's, it's just pick your poison. Uh, I like Mahomes' ability to throw a little bit better than Allen, and I think that sticks with a player a lot longer than rushing ability. Uh, you know, we've seen it with Cam Newton that he broke down a lot quicker than pocket passers, and we've seen it with running quarterbacks a lot. So, um, so yeah, that was what kind of leans me to go Patrick Mahomes, and he's tied to, you know, Andy Reid and the Chiefs for however long he wants to be, basically. So, yeah, I, uh, I got to go with Mahomes there. Allen, number two, great choice. I mean, number one quarterback this past year, you can't go wrong with him. And then number three for me is Justin Herbert. Uh, this guy is a cool 24 years old. He is prototype size, arm, mental ability. Like he, he's got it all. Uh, he's going to be in a great offense. They, I love what the Chargers have done and built around him. And yeah, I just, I, I just don't see much drop off from this guy. So, uh, yeah, Justin Herbert comes in at number three for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I came really close to giving a little bit of a shock here, but, uh, we almost have the same, uh, the same one, two and three. Um, and for me, it's Josh Allen, one Patrick Mahomes, two and Justin Herbert three. But when I went into this, I did have Justin Herbert above Mahomes. I honestly think if I was going doing a, two drafts back to back and I had the same spot, I would pick one and then the other. That being said, uh, I, I just think that this this top three tier is clear among the rest. And I think it's part of why we kind of thought that breaking them down, especially for the quarterback position by threes would would be um, would be a good way to do it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, honestly, all three of these guys, I think are as safe as it gets. Uh, the, the argument I can definitely agree with you with uh, for Patrick Mahomes at one is I think there's more certainty certainty about him. You know, like Josh Allen had this crazy year after being not that great of a passer. And don't get me wrong, he was a great passer last year, but is it as dependable as Patrick Mahomes? He's shown most multiple years of it. And then with uh with Herbert, I mean the 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 argument I would have if I was gonna rank Herbert above Mahomes would be I just think his offense looks a lot better. He has a lot more weapons around him right now, and that's just this season. But you know, obviously, this is dynasty, which is why I ended up putting Mahomes at two. But honestly, it's so close, like it doesn't really matter for me. Allen is the clear one, and then for two and three, you can put him however you want. I did keep Mahomes at two though, just because I do think he's the safest. And, uh, and when I say safe, that doesn't mean low upside. I just mean he's like the most certain thing. Like you said, he has the longest contract. Of course, Josh Allen is locked up on a big contract as well. And Justin Herbert obviously finishing out his rookie deal. But uh, yeah, these are the clear top three guys for me as well. So no major disagreements for our first tier of guys. Yeah, real quick. I know we've gone back and forth on the Mahomes versus Allen thing a lot. But like another reason I pick him is just the floor with Mahomes I've seen is consistently higher. And I've also seen his ceiling be higher. Like his 2018 season, Allen still hasn't come close to top. I mean, his 2018 season, he averaged almost five points more per game than Allen did this last year. And Allen was QB one this last year. So 
um, just because of that, I, I have to lean to Patty. Yeah. I, and I, you know, I know we go back and forth on it and we jab at each other, but honestly, I don't think it's a, it's an argument worth spending too much time over just because I think it's a personal preference thing. Uh, Allen has actually been the quarterback one in overall points the past two years. It might not be in points per game, uh, the year before, but I mean, for me, it's just, when you do it two years in a row, you're still young. It's not like he's aging out. His offense has gotten better. If anything, guys like Gabe Davis growing into bigger roles and, uh, you know, Dawson Knox has proved to be a, a pretty good, you know, tight end, uh, uh, touchdown threat last year. So, um, you know, I do think that, and of course he got jo- uh, James Cook this year, who's another pass catching weapon that he's going to have. So, which we both agree is going to be a good pass catching weapon. So, uh, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, after you finish twice in a row, and I don't think too many guys have done that, you know, outside of maybe, and maybe not even Rogers. I'm not sure if he's done it in fantasy, obviously he's been the MVP the past two years, but, uh, but yeah, for me, I mean, you know, that, that would be my argument. It's just, uh, you know, he's done it two years in a row. I understand your argument about that one year that, that uh, Mahomes had, but, you know, obviously Tyreek Hill gone, Kelsey not probably at the same level that he was at that year. You know, I'm not sure that that's going to be repeatable, but if it did, I wouldn't be crazy. You know, it, it wouldn't be crazy to me. I wouldn't be super surprised. But all right, let's get into this next tier. And I'll start this one out since you gave the bulk of the analysis on the first three guys and see if we got the same three guys here. I have a feeling you're not going to have one of these guys at least. But um, for me, number four, I got Mr. Joey B, Joe Burrow. Uh, And, uh, you know, I really think he's obviously super locked in, super safe. He proved that he is an absolute elite quarterback. I mean, obviously he had the best college season ever and had a lot of hype coming out, but proved that he can do in the NFL, has some elite weapons, has a guy that he's been with since college, uh, and not to mention T. Higgins, not to mention Tyler Boyd, uh, you know, just uh, Joe Mixon, just a great offense, going to be high scoring. Obviously they proved a lot of people wrong this year, and Joe Burrow's shot up everybody's boards i've seen him as high as three i can't quite put him above any of the three guys we mentioned before but he is the next guy in line for me lamar jackson here at number five um and you know i I think the upside is keeping him here there's some guys nipping at his heels for me that it's really really close but i do think obviously i mean we talk about seasons lamar jackson i think it still was the best overall quarterback season with the rushing stats and everything uh, and fantasy points um you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was did outscore um, Mahomes this season. So you know, as far as upside, he's shown a higher upside. Did it not? No. Oh wow, I thought it would. I guess it was the touchdowns. But uh, well, yeah. Uh, so not in not in six point passing touchdowns again. Not in six in four. I bet it was. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So that is fair. Uh, but you know, as far as upside, there's pretty much unrivaled maybe besides Mahomes uh when it comes to Lamar so uh kept him there at five for me and you know I, I know some people have him as high as three I think you know I'd be interested to see where our old buddy Micah has him I'm gonna have to ask him about that because he's always had him significantly higher um then at number six I have Mr. Kyler Murray I'm not scared off by any of this offseason stuff don't, don't get me wrong I don't love it it's not like you know, the, the social media back and forth, it's kind of lame in my opinion, but it doesn't affect his skill on the field. He was in points per game quarterback six last year. I have him ranked quarterback six here. And obviously he's finished higher than that before. The only concern is obviously injury there, but you know, I, I, you could be worried about injury with a lot of people, but he is a little bit smaller and his play style does maybe make you more worried about it, especially when it's happened the past two years. But 
Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray. Who you got, Nate? Uh, I literally the same. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray. Nice. We are in quite the lockstep here so far. Our only difference has been our switch at the Um, Um, one-two. I I do have to mention, uh, I I do view Joe Burrow a bit closer to Herbert than you, it seems. Um, You know, I don't think those guys are too, too far apart. Um, I mean, especially with Burrow having T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, and they just upgraded that O-line, and he's, like, finally – I mean, last year he was one year removed from his knee injury. Now he's two years. I mean – I, you know, I think Joe Burrow can make the argument, but I think Herbert might have a little bit more rushing upside. So if you want to go that route. The three guys I do have above above Joe Burrow, and he can't, he's mobile in the pocket. It's not like he's a statue at all, but he's not going to get much in the way of rushing touchdowns as far compared to the top three guys, in my opinion. But fair enough. I think he's close to that tier, certainly. I wouldn't argue. Yeah, but uh, no, we're, we're in lockstep on that uh, second tier. Anything you want to add about any of those guys? I thought I thought maybe Kyler Murray for you would be um, lower just because, you know, we've kind of talked in the past, maybe not on the podcast, I don't know. But uh, I just kind of thought you'd be lower on him. But I guess you're still believing, buying into that upside. And, and I mean, yeah. he's incredibly talented. Uh, I wish he gave more of a fuck. But, uh, you know, that I think if there is a downfall to him, that will be it. But, I mean, my number seven guy – I was switching these two back and forth. Back. I mean, and it's just a matter of what risk you want to take. But my number seven guy, when he is on the field, he is a top five quarterback. So I think you gave away who it is there. Well, you can go ahead and, and, and jump into that, then uh, give your seven through nine. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Deshaun Watson. Um, I mean, even worst case scenario, and he gets suspended an entire year, which I really do not foresee happening. It's still he'll be what twenty seven <laughs> the the following year the next year and he is when he is on the field especially in points per game he is a top five quarterback every year and that's when he's been on the Texans with almost next to no help like DeAndre Hopkins was the only thing he had going so yeah I mean with the weapons the Browns have and the offensive line that can buy him a lot more time his rushing ability his age. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can make the argument that he should be in the top five. I mean, I I thought about putting him even above Lamar. But, uh, yeah, just with the extra stuff happening recently, it is a little bit more risky. But uh, Deshaun Watson at seven, I just – I couldn't put him any lower. Um, so he goes there. Dak Prescott comes in at number eight for me. Uh, you know, Dak, I, I feel like some people kind of are like, I don't know, a little bit – fatigued on Dak but I mean the fact is he's still in a great offense with surrounded by really good talent Amari Cooper's gone but uh I really think CeeDee Lamb is going to shine without and yeah I mean Dak is consistently has really good finishes I mean he was I'm looking at it now he was a QB seven in points per game last year so yeah and he was uh before he got hurt the year before in 2020 he was qb1 by a mile in points per game like he was putting up absurd numbers so um so yeah you know i'm not a big fan of the cowboys but you can't deny his situation and his talent so dak goes no later than eight for me and number nine mr mac attack jones what yeah man wow I got to put my top uh, second year player in here. But uh, yeah, I mean, Mac Jones is going to be a starter in the NFL for at least the next 15 years. And 
I only see his situation getting better than it is. I, you know, he made do last year with some pretty terrible weapons and he had several QB one finishes. Uh, I only think that's going to get better. They finally got him a deep threat in Taekwon uh, Thornton. So we'll, we'll see if he pans out, but yeah, I mean, I, I, when we did our rookie re-rankings, I mean, Mac Jones was my number one quarterback from that class. So I don't know why you're super shocked here. Um, I so, guess yeah, so. he comes in at number nine. I'm actually glad you had him there because it was starting to be a boring episode because we've been pretty close and lockstep this whole time. And through seven and eight, we're going to continue to be that, uh, but we will veer off at nine there. So, uh, well, not quite, actually. I do have Dak Prescott above Deshaun Watson. Um, to me, obviously, the situation, I've, I've seen it on the field in the past two years or year and a half or however long it's been with uh, with the Deshaun, and obviously, there's going to be more time uh, not being on the field. I do think, you know, obviously, I don't think Deshaun's going to be bad on the field at all, but I don't know if he's going to start out in the same form as he was, especially with the brand-new system, brand-new offense, brand-new weapons, all that. Still going to be rush-heavy, in my opinion, with Kareem Hunt and, uh, and Nick Chubb there, uh, but we'll see if it even happens this season, but you know, if Deshaun was suspended the full season, I would drop him down more further spots than eight, but as it stands right now, I'm assuming it's going to be half the season. So that's where I would have him uh, Dak Prescott, seven Deshaun Watson, eight. So that's the only uh, difference uh, through eight players is uh, Justin or sorry, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. We have swapped and then Deshaun and Dak. We have swapped uh, past that. I'm going to have Mr. Russell Wilson at nine. Uh, it's my first older guy, but he's not so old that I'm worried about him retiring soon. Obviously, he just got landed with the Broncos. He's proven he's a elite quarterback year after year after year. Uh, maybe not last year so much, but obviously there were some injuries and things. Uh, and and you know, I think he was a little bit checked out and kind of knew he wouldn't be a Seahawk towards the end of the year when he did come back. Uh, and they were, you know, like four and 12 or whatever they finished four and 15. Uh, so, um, you know, I think he's gonna have a lot of great weapons, very loaded there. Uh, and I think, you know, most leagues, if they last five years, then you're you got a good dynasty league on your hands, and he's definitely going to be here for the next five years. So the age isn't quite concerning me yet, as much as some of the older guys that I did knock down because of their age and dynasty. Yeah, I don't think it's bad having him there at all. Um, yeah, Russell, I have him a bit lower. Lower, we'll get to him later, but yeah, he's um, like you said, he's got probably at least another five years of producing at a pretty high level. That's interesting. I feel like in the past you've been consistently higher on rest than me. So this is maybe the first time where we've seen the, the, the tide change there uh, between the two of us. Just the sense I'm getting, I feel like I may be a little bit higher on some of the younger guys. So, but we'll see if that continues. I got a couple of young guys coming up here. Well, I'll go ahead and get into my next year. Um, And it is going to be at number 10. I have a guy that this is going to, this might be somebody we have different opinions on. It's going to be Jalen Hurts. Uh, swing for the fences, baby. Uh, you know, I know that there's not as much security with him, but I do think they're going to give him as good of a shot as you can get. And obviously getting AJ Brown this year, Devonte Smith, uh, and his r- crazy rushing upside. I mean, he was a top three quarterback last year, uh, before his injury, uh, at the end of the season. And he still, you know, finished quite high. 
um, I think quarterback nine uh, overall, um, and uh, but much higher in points per game. So uh, I, I I'm swinging for the fences. I'm not gonna be, you know if I'm drafting Jalen Hurts, especially as my quarterback one, I am gonna look for a secure, steady quarterback two that I know is gonna be there for a long time. But totally worth the upside, especially this year, and it could be for much longer. Um, you know, definitely questions about his arm talent. So I, I think that's why Nate's going to have him lower if I am assuming correctly, but we shall see. At uh, number 11, I have my first quarterback from last year, and that's still Trevor Lawrence. Uh, well, quarterback from last year, rookie quarterback from last year, Trevor Lawrence. Um, still not giving up on him. It was abysmal last year. I mean, the man uh, – Zoomed in too much here. He was bad. He was real and, bad. Yeah, I'm He's, not even seeing him on. I'm, I'm seeing him on the list here. Um, of on his on his overall finishes, uh, but yeah, he went eight or nine weeks without throwing a touchdown. So that's how bad it was. I um, can tell you, he was QB 24 in total points, and that was aided greatly by him starting all year. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure most of the guys around him didn't play the whole season. So yeah, he uh, and he was QB 33 in points per game. Well, there we go. Yeah, so <laughs> that's unstartable, <laughs> basically in points per game. So I do have my worries. I they did some. I I think without a doubt, just by nature of him being better, by nature of the head coach not being Urban Meyer, and by nature of they did add some pass catching weapons. Now. Could they have added better weapons and had a better offseason? Absolutely. I don't think it was as good as it could or should have been for Trevor Lawrence, but Christian Kirk's going to help. Um, you know, they still got LaVisca, although there's been some bad things coming out about old LaVisca recently. Uh, Marvin Jones. Um, so, you know, hopefully he'll be able to put something together. And they did bring in Evan Ingram, who's, you know, proved one season that he could be a good pass catching option. So uh, we'll see, but I, I'm still buying into him. I think that he'll have time. I don't think anybody's going to be giving up on him soon. And I am buying into the fact that he's going to have a much, much better year too. And uh, sorry, my number 12, mm-hmm. uh, my last quarterback one is going to be another one of these older guys, but again, a guy that I'd give him at least three years. Uh, maybe if they win a couple more Super Bowls, he might retire before that, but Matthew Stafford, uh, I have him here at my quarterback 12. Um, you know, last year he was uh, quarterback eight overall and five in points per game. So just fucking monster. Um, you know, play all, it's always, he played all season last year after having, you know, some injury concerns in the past, especially with his back. So uh, put him behind a halfway defense offensive line and see what happens. So uh, it's uh, yeah, I'm still happy to have him there at 12. So uh, just to recap my nine through 12, that is Russell Wilson, Jay, oh, sorry, 10 through 12. That's <laughs> Jalen hurts, Trevor Lawrence and Matthew Stafford. So got a couple of young guys in there. Yeah, um, I'm not mad, Josiah. I, I, I'm just disappointed. Uh, and I'm only disappointed because you put Matt Stafford below those guys. Matt Stafford is my number 10, and he's less than a year older than Russell Wilson. And he was QB5 last year, I and Cooper Cup just got signed to a mega deal. Them two are our best friends. They're having breakfast together every morning. Uh, you know, they signed Allen Robinson, like they, his, his weapons are only getting better. So I, I yeah, I, I got to put Matt Stafford here at number 10. Um, he's, he's still 34 years old. He's got plenty of life left in him and he's in a fantastic offense 
great head coach and good players around him. So, um, yeah, I can't drop him any lower than that. Uh, we do run back into lockstep with Trevor Lawrence at number 11. Uh, I also am not giving up on the man. He had the worst coach in NFL history, literally, not no exaggeration, worst coach in NFL history. Uh, and he had him as a rookie quarterback. So you can't get much worse than that, and he's an unreal, talented player. So uh, I got to still take him here, and I am also taking another quarterback in that same class here, and it is Zach Wilson. Um, There has been nothing but rave reviews about Zach Wilson in all of OTAs and everything so far. He has been slinging it. He's been on point. He understands the offense much better. I mean, it's a lot of the cliches, but – I mean, he's put on 15 pounds of muscle. They drafted my number one receiver of this last class and Garrett Wilson, who Corey Davis was just absolutely raving about, saying he gets unreal separation, which we all knew. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they built a great base around him. Offensive line, running back, receiver. I mean, he's got it all, and he's going into his second year. I really believed in his talent as a rookie, and I saw really good flashes out of him at the end of the season, and that was when he didn't have Elijah Moore even, so – yeah, Zach Wilson uh, makes the cut for QB1s for me here at number 12. And uh, real quick, before you react, I'm just going to list off my all my QB1s, yeah. top to bottom. Uh, number one, Mahomes, as it should be. Uh, number two, Josh Allen. Three, Justin Herbert. Four, Joe Burrow. Five, Lamar Jackson. Six, Kyler Murray. Seven, Deshaun Watson. Eight, Dak Prescott. Nine, Mac Jones. Ten, Matt Stafford. Eleven, Mr. Lawrence. And 12, Zach Wilson. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting to see. I guess maybe Hertz might be the big differentiator for for you there. But, yeah, definitely I'm much lower on Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. We'll get into them in our quarterback twos. But my quarterback ones are uh, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. Wait, so you are putting Herbert above Mahomes? Oh, no, I'm not. Because you didn't do that in the – No, yeah, sorry, I'm not. I'm sorry. Uh, let me restart. Number one, Josh Allen. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Number three, Justin Herbert. Number four, Joe Burrow. Number five, Lamar Jackson. Number six, Kyler Murray. Seven, Dak Prescott. Eight, Deshaun Watson. Nine, Russell Wilson. Ten, Jalen Hurts. Eleven, Trevor Lawrence. And twelve, Matthew Stafford. I think you made a good point about Matthew Stafford uh, being on less than a year older than Russell Wilson. I think maybe it's uh, been a lot to do with the chronic injuries he has had in the past that makes me feel a little bit like he's going to play less time than Russell Wilson, but maybe that's unfair. I mean, uh, I think you made a a solid point there. I I would consider maybe knocking him a spot or two. Um, but, uh, but yeah, fair enough. I think that was a good argument you made there, but, well, and I'll, and I'll just say his first year, not being on the lions, he was a top five quarterback. So Right, and I think he approached that, if not done that before, on the Lions, you know, Calvin Johnson days. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's clearly an elite quarterback. Yeah, I just do feel like maybe his injury history is why he – that separation between Russell Wilson and him maybe why that that, that is in my mind. But That's fair. um, All right, well, let's get into these quarterback twos, and I'll start us out with somebody that we're definitely going to have a large gap on, probably 10 spots or more. And it's going to be Trey Lance for me at 13. Uh, again, I'm, I'm a fiend for the upside. I really do believe he's going to, you know, be able to put up a fantasy points. 
the investment they've put in. There's been good reports. There's been bad reports. There's been everything in between. He seems to be one of the most scrutinized guys. This, uh, you know, OTAs. I've seen things coming out about how many passes he completed in an o- and it's just like, come on, guys. But, um, you know, I think I think he's going to be a, a really good fantasy option. That's going to be very dependable. And you know, I trust Kyle Shanahan to to make him, you know, a a, a winning quarterback uh, because you know I, Jimmy Garoppolo was, and again, Jimmy Garoppolo can't land on a team, and he's not going to start over Trey Lance. Nate might disagree. I'll let him give that argument when he gets to Trey Lance. I heard uh, you say the same thing last year. I did say the same thing last year, but this year it's actually going to happen. It will start no later than week five. <laughs> this no, I'm saying week one this year, but yeah, no, last year I did say that, and I was wrong. <laughs> uh, so number fourteen, this is a guy that I've creeped up on and creeped up on. I have him in leagues. I can't stop getting him. It's Tua Tagovailoa. I I I believe in the offensive weapons they're putting around him. Might be the fastest duo put together in any any memory i have of football watching football so uh you know it's it's going to be really exciting to see um you know i i think he's a good quarterback i think he's very accurate uh has been in the past you know last year he was accurate because largely because his adp uh, was so low he was just dumping it off a lot i'd like to see it push it downfield more but in college he was pushing it downfield all the time trust me he threw like a 45 yard bomb to put uh uga out um you know of the national championship so you know he had no problem throwing it deep uh in college i I think last year uh, part of it was the offense part of it was him kind of having that first year basically it was his rookie year last year he barely barely played uh his rookie year so um you know i do do think that he's going to grow into something and have a breakout season this year so i have him at 14 and then at 15 here he is mr mac jones uh, he's, I, I'm higher on him than I ever thought I would be. Um, you know, I do, I think he's very safe. Uh, I just think, I don't think he's ever going to be, you know, one of these 25 point a game guys. Um, and maybe, maybe two or won't be, and maybe, you know, Hertz won't, maybe some of these guys I have ranked above them, but I mean, Hertz was last year, but, um, you know, I, I think that the safe floor combined with the fact that I'm pretty certain he's going to be starting for the next 10 years. Uh, and if, if they could just get some receiving weapons around this man, I mean, Devonte Parker is nice. He's a little bit, you know, over the hill, I think, but still a, a, a good addition, but I don't feel that much better about the offense this year than I did last year. And obviously he just didn't have the pass catching weapons to be an elite fantasy option last year. I do think he's going to, you know, be a great quarterback. I just, uh, me, me having a 15, I just think all the guys above him clearly have higher, higher ceilings. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will come back on is that, is that this is like being six point passing touchdown. I mean, one, almost no rookie is an elite quarterback option their first year. I mean, Justin Herbert was, and that was, that's about the end of the list. Um, but I mean, yeah, he was in six point passing touchdowns. He was um, quarterback 18. So literally dead middle being a QB two uh, as a rookie, like I only expect him to get better from there. So I expect him to be kind of a perennial QB one. I mean, he may not be a top three guy, but in yeah, with the extra points from passing touchdowns, I just got to put him a little bit higher um yeah nine to 15 you know that is the biggest gap we have but honestly i mean uh 
you know, I, I wouldn't blame anybody taking Mac Jones above Trey Lance if you took him at 13 for me. Uh, you know, taking him above Stafford and Trevor Lawrence, you know, I would kind of scratch my head at what you're doing, which is fair enough. But, uh, you know, for me, like I, I, I wouldn't, I, I could draft it higher based on draft, draft him higher based on team build. If I did take a guy like Trey Lance or like uh, Jalen Hurts, I would definitely be looking for a guy like Mac Jones to snag uh, that safe floor option. But, you know, again, you know, that's, that's one of our biggest gaps there, but who do you got from 13 to 15? Yeah, 13, 15, I have Mr. Russell Wilson comes in at 13. Um, not a huge gap between him and Stafford. It's just uh, Stafford, I think, is in a better situation, a better offense, and he, he did a lot better last year. And, um, you know, Lawrence and Wilson, I just got to go with the youth and upside there. So Wilson just gets bumped down at 13, no fault of his own. Uh, if you get him there, that's great value. Uh, number 14, I got to go with Mr. Derek Carr. Uh, this guy is only 31 years old. And he has Devontae Adams and uh, Darren Waller. And some people are very excited about Hunter Renfro, maybe even more than those two. So, yeah, he's, he's going to be in a great situation, and he still has a lot of playing time left. So Derek Carr, I think, is being a bit underrated. I have him at 14. And uh, at 15, I do have Mr. Jalen Hurts. I'll go with the upside there. He really impressed me uh, this last year. Um, maybe not as much as a passer, but uh, he did put up a lot of fantasy points. So um, the only thing here is he, he, you know, he's not guaranteed, you know, to be starting anywhere in the next, you know, two years from now. So just um, keep that in mind. But if you take him here, you're banking on upside and he could really pay off for you there. So that is 13 through 15. All right. All right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think the, especially the top six or top eight for us, they were pretty much pretty close to the same, but I think now, and even previously is when it really starts to get interesting, but yeah, these next couple groups, I, I feel like we are gonna, you know, have, have some different guys in the groups here. So, uh, for me coming in at 16, is Mr. Derek Carr. So you had him at 14, but, uh, you know, not too far behind you there. Um, you know, the age isn't too big of a concern. Um, you know, obviously adding Devonte Adams, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he has far and away his best fantasy season ever. And he's finished as a, you know, mid level to back in quarterback one multiple times. So, uh, we'll really be interested to see how, how much that really inflates his fantasies totals. And if maybe Devonte Adams isn't as prolific as he has been without Aaron Rodgers, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like, uh, Derek Carr and have him ranked above Aaron Rodgers in this in this exercise for dynasty, but I do think Aaron Rodgers, you know, especially through the time he's played with Devontae Adams, has been better at pretty much every point than Devontae. Uh, sorry, than Derek Carr. So mm. something to watch out for. Um, number seventeen, I finally have Mr. Zach Wilson. Um, you know, I'm not out on him. I'm not, you know, I've, I guess this is low compared to some, but at the same time, I just, I think he has a lot to prove. I mean, statistically him and fields were just, I mean, and Lawrence to be fair, but Lawrence, I feel like there's more excuses for, but Zach Wilson, I do like what they added around him. Uh, I have him in a couple of leagues. I'm definitely buying into him and willing to have him. I mean, he's still a top end quarterback too here. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, I have my questions about him and if he can't do it this year, I, like if he has a really bad season this year, are you going to be worried at all? Or you think they're going to, you know, think they're just going to write it out. I know he was drafted two overall, but so was Sam Darnold. Uh, so, you know, uh, that I guess that that would be my only concern with, with, uh, with, 
Zach Wilson there. And then coming in at 18, I have Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Um, had to drop him. It's uh, if, if I was Wendell, he would be higher than 18, definitely. But just overall in Dynasty, he has his most depleted offense ever. And I don't know how much longer he's going to play. I would, uh, there's been rumblings that this is going to be his last season. I mean, this has happened with Brady the past three years. And if you were, if you bought into Brady three years ago, you look like a genius now, but uh, you know, at the same time, Rogers is just a different animal than, than Brady. Like he's, he's okay without football. That's the difference between Rogers and, and Brady. So uh, you know, that that's my only concern, but you know, obviously 18 still a top end quarterback too. Um, if you're win now and you draft him as your quarterback one, I'm, I, I don't think that's a bad idea at all, but that would be specifically win now rankings and not, overall dynasty oh man you see aaron Rodgers can live without football but he can't live without attention he and, can be an actor or a game show host or whatever the fuck well that kind of got sunk with all his uh you know all his uh, talking about you know the vaccine and all that kind of stuff that kind of sunk that opportunity so uh so, yeah, I mean, I, his, his biggest claim to f- fame is playing football. And I do think it's kind of that thing where every year it gets talked about retirement or I'm going to force a trade and all that stuff. But all that does is put attention on him and puts him in the spotlight, which is what he enjoys. And then every year it just ends up he's, he plays for the Packers. All, you know, every time talk about sitting out, this, this, that, it's, he just plays with Packers. He starts week one. It's the same thing every time. He is six years younger than Brady is. So, I mean, if he plays just three more years, you're getting uh, a guy that's going to really help you win over the next three years. And that gives you time to build up somebody behind him. But all that being said, I have him at number 16. Uh, you could argue that he could be higher. You could argue maybe lower. But on a team that's kind of in the middle or trying to win now, Aaron Rodgers is a, a have to get here at uh, 16. Um, below him, I had Mr. Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, I, you know, I have him obviously a bit lower than Josiah, but, you know, I've been a little bit more critical of Tua, but I love the fact that he has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle to throw to. That's pretty insane. And, uh, you know, when he had good weapons in college and he is given time to deliver the ball on time, he puts it in a really good spot. He's got a pretty spiral, easily catchable ball. So he just needs to get back to that Tua. And if he does that with the weapons he has, uh, he will definitely uh outdo this uh, number 17 ranking and then number 18 mr kirk cousins yeah you just you can't go wrong with him man he just keeps on keeping on and he is a, a cool you know 33 i think it'll be about 34 when the season starts so right around that russell wilson matt stafford age uh, obviously not as talented as them but shoot he did better than wilson did last year um i mean you you look at the total points and kirk cousin was just below Joe Burrow at QB nine. So he's consistently underrated. Nobody wants to take him early, but taking him here at 18 is, is really good value. So I couldn't put him any lower than this. Yeah, no, for sure. Real quick. Who did you have a 15 again? 15 was Jalen hurts. Hurts. Okay. That's right. That's right. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the, I had him at me having him at 10. That's one of our bigger gaps there. Um, yeah, and then uh, with Tua, I have him at 14. You have him at 17. Not not terribly big of a gap, mm-hmm. really. So, um, all right. Well, going into our next little tier here, if you want to start us out on this tier. All right. For number 19. 21. 
I have Mr. General Mills, Davis Mills. I, I really like what I saw from him his rookie season. I think he impressed a lot of people, including the Texans. Uh, he's only gotten more help around him now. They've got, you know, still have Brandon Cooks, obviously. They added John Mechie. Uh, Damian Pierce is a running back, which I absolutely love. Um, Brevin Jordan is coming into his second year. He's an underrated H-back, you know, pass catching tight end. And, yeah, I mean, I think if Mills didn't have injury concerns coming out of college, he would have been a first-round quarterback. Um, so that is the one thing is he doesn't have that sure, you know, first-round draft capital and fifth-year option that you'd like to see. But you can't argue with what he did on the field. I mean, he was the second-best rookie quarterback, you know, playing last year. Only Mac Jones was better. And, uh, you know, like I said, he really surprised me. He played very, very well. And uh, the Texans, I think, are going to give him a pretty long leash to work with here. So, I got to go with the guy. And he's only um, – he's not even 24 yet. So, I mean, he's he's got – he's younger than Kenny Pickett is. So, I uh, got to go with the Mr. General Mills here at number 19. And speaking of Mr. Kenny Pickett, he comes in at number 20. Uh, he's got that first-round draft capital that you like. He was the only one taken in this last terrible class of quarterbacks. Um, you know, don't like the small hands playing in a cold city up uh, in Steel City. However – he is surrounded by an absolute embarrassment of riches. Uh, you know, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, uh, Calvin Austin, Najee Harris. I mean, it's it's insane what they have around that guy. So he, you know, if he can play anywhere close to his draft capital, uh, he's going to be a really good pocket passer just based on the weapons he has and the fact that the Steelers are a very well-oiled machine. So, um Got to take him here at 20 and then 21 Ryan Tannehill comes in. Uh, unlike some people thought he didn't get any major, um, you know, competition in the draft. I mean, some people think Malik Willis is going to be stealing his job halfway through the season. That's I have no fear of Malik Willis actually doing that. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is another guy that's consistently underrated. Um, didn't have his best season this last year, but I, uh, you know, I can't argue with what he's done in the past and he's still about like 33 years old. So he's got plenty of life left in him. So got to take him at 21. Damn. We almost had our first little group that was completely different, but we do have one name the same here. So 19, I'm going to have Justin Fields at this point. Um, you know, late quarterback twos, if I can swing for that kind of upside, here's the thing. Nobody else has taken field. There's oh, there's a guy in every league that's taken Justin Fields as like a top 12, top 15 quarterback. So I'm not going to get him here at 19, but I do believe in the upside enough. Uh, it might not look exactly like we want it to this year. I There has to be massive improvement for sure, certainly. But he still doesn't quite have the weapons to be elite, I don't think. But I still think, you know, given the time to develop, given the right weapons, maybe it's not going to happen on the Chicago Bears. But if he ever can't land in that right spot, I think he has the tools to be an elite fantasy option. Um, that number 20, I'm going to have Kirk Cousins, a guy that Nathan's a little bit higher on. But, you know, um, pretty safe i mean we'll see what happens with um oh who uh this guy came from the rams who, who did they hire as their head coach um came oh. from the rams steve uh for uh who the vikings the vikings yeah kevin yeah, o'connell yeah. kevin o'connell thanks yep. yeah, yeah yeah so so yeah you know it'll be interesting to see what kevin o'connell can do with Kirk cousins but who knows it could be unlocking i don't know i mean you know obviously um 
playing with Matt Stafford before, I think the the guy running his his system probably is going to be very complimentary to Kirk Cousins. So, uh, you know, I, I would say we're going to have good things, but that age and just the lack of elite skill, he's always been one of these middling guys. He's never like an elite, elite fantasy option. So, you know, at this point, I'm just getting a guy that I feel like can fill in for the next three years um, to my quarterback two spot. Um, and then at 21, I am going to have Ryan Tannehill. It was really, really, really close with the guy that's 22 here. And obviously team build could influence it, but, uh, you know, I think Tannehill, you, you, you said he didn't get any major competition. I disagree. I do think that Malik is competition, maybe not year one, but like down the road, I think it's going to be competition, but I do think Ryan Tannehill's better than him in a much, you know, obviously more developed and safe quarterback to play right now, but we'll see what happens in the future. Uh, I do. I'm a little bit more concerned about Malik than it sounded like you were. So uh, yeah, that's my 19 through 21. So we got one more little group here. So why don't you go ahead and give it to us, Nate? Oh, uh, well, I believe I did the, did them last time and gave most of the analysis. So why don't uh, you do it this time? Just okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, the, let's see. I don't know if there's too many guys we haven't covered. So yeah. Uh, Tom Brady, I do have here at 22. It's really hard, man. He was the hardest one to rank just because like, you know, like I was mentioning in Nate, like, okay, I have, and you're fair enough. There's six years to separate these players, but Aaron Rodgers, I have at 18. I had him as high as 15. Uh, when, as I was working through these rankings and, uh, you know, I had Tom Brady at 22 and I'm like, man, that's, that seems like a big gap, but you know, there is six years of age. I understand, but uh, you know, it seems like Tom Brady's pretty much set to go into the broadcasting booth. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen next year or this year. Again, we've been speculating on, he actually did retire and then unretired. So, you know, it's one of the hardest triggers to pull in in the draft for me is tom brady but there's definitely team builds where i'd be willing to do it if there was any way if i was just drafting quarterbacks early or maybe i went a quarterback uh, in rounds one and two uh if i could get him as my quarterback three my god like that would be that would be the most beautiful thing because pretty much he's actually going to be my quarterback two, and i can just let my younger guy develop uh so you know i'd really like to get a team i think i do have one team with him but uh you know i uh, you know, it's hard to draft him. That's what I'll say, but he is a 22, uh, Davis mills. I have at 23. So you're a little bit higher than him having him at 19, but it's that third round draft capital. It's at the Houston Texans. Texans are just in flux. He's kind of like, I mean, we'll see. I think he can develop and he just, uh, I think not a lot of excitement about, about him. And despite there, I think there should be because his play was very, very good. And they did add some weapons for him, you know, and I think that the offense is going to be better this year. So uh, I'm not giving up on him, but yeah, he is just rounding out my quarterback twos here. And in number 24, this is probably the lowest rated quarterback one in any rookie class, but it is Kenny Pickett at 24 to round it out for me. Um, I, I don't believe in the talent. That's the biggest issue that much. I think his footwork in the pocket is terrible. He takes way too many steps back, but I, I do think that Tomlin can fix some of these things. And obviously the weapons he has around him can make him look pretty good. A guy like Deontay Johnson can just catch the ball and run with it for, you know, 40 yards and a touchdown and guys like chase Claypool and Pickens can just go up and get it. Uh, if the ball isn't perfectly placed. So I think he'll be, Helped in a lot of ways, but you know, I, if you take a couple of those weapons away, I don't think he can really carry the offense. 
Um, so, uh, you know, Najee, that was a little bit of news that came out. I don't know if you heard about that, Nate, but Najee, apparently both he and the coach said that he's not going to get as much work this year. We'll see if that's true, but, um, you know, it'll be interesting. I don't know anybody else they have to bring in. So, uh, you know, definitely it'll be interesting to see, but I have them a little bit lower at 24. That is fair. Uh, yeah, that's, that's completely fair. So, oh man, I don't want this to end, but it must. And this, oh my God, this last three was so difficult because there's one name that gets dropped out mm-hmm. and I'll have to mention. Me but, too. Uh, it's so, but anyway, 22 for me might be a little bit of a surprise, but it's Matt Ryan. Oh, that wasn't, that was the name that got dropped out. for me. <laughs> Yeah. Matt Ryan just, I think he goes into a very good situation with one of the best offensive lines in the league and a monstrous running game. So the pressure, unlike it's been in Atlanta, I mean, he hasn't had a good running game in Atlanta for like a decade or so now. So he, uh, well, I guess Devonte Freeman and Tevin Coleman were a good one too. Yeah. Freeman, uh, yeah. Michael, Michael Turner was the only guy outside of that. Yeah. So pretty much since uh, the Super Bowl collapse, he's had no running game. So he uh, he does now. He's got good weapons with uh, Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce. I like those two uh, a lot, actually. And yeah, I mean, this offense. Uh, Andrew Luck's last season with the Colts in 2018, he was a top five quarterback, top four actually. Um, you know, Matt Ryan has a similar skill set. He doesn't have quite the rushing ability that Andrew Luck did, but uh, Luck wasn't exactly running around a whole bunch uh, the last couple years of his career, anyway. So, uh, yeah, I think Ryan could really uh, be a very good win now piece. So, I got to put him at 22. Uh, 23 might be a bit of a surprise, but uh, Jameis Winston. I had to put famous Jameis in here, man. He's in a good situation. I love the Chris Olave pick. If Michael Thomas comes back and plays anything like his old self, that is, that's a really good tandem to have. And yeah, I mean, if you look at it points per game before he got hurt last year, Jameis Winston was quarterback 13. Um, He was the top QB too. So I actually liked a lot of what I saw from him. A lot of his erratic throws where he was shelving those, but he's still putting up good production. And it seems like the Saints really want to hand over the keys to the, of the, this offense to him. So uh, he's still a young guy. Uh, let me check. He is uh, 28 years old. So, yeah, he's still got plenty of life left in him. Uh, number one overall pick, and his talent's never really been in question. So uh, he comes in at 23 for me. 24, ah, this man, I can't. Man, uh, I will put Trey Lance at 24. <laughs> uh, on the off chance that I am wrong, which I have seen nothing suggesting that I am, uh, but I will put Trey Lance here. One, because I do think he's going to be the starter for most of this season, just based on what's starting to be said in the offseason, stuff like that. But it's far from a guaranteed thing, and if he starts to struggle – I don't think they're going to want to like sink an entire season just to watch Lance suck, which he's probably going to. Uh, he, he is so inexperienced. I mean, even the stuff coming out about him at camp, I mean, some of it's been positive, but you know, it, a lot of it's kind of been tongue in cheek, like, yeah, he's getting better and he just needs to put the ball where it needs to be. And which is like the number one thing you have to do as a quarterback, which is the number one thing he struggles with. So, but his upside I have to put him here at 24. He bumps out Tom fucking Brady, which I assume only has one year left, which may be the same amount Trey Lance has as a starter. Uh, but 
Brady, you know, he could also surprise and play till he's 50 and make us all look like idiots like he did, you know, when we were doing these rankings four years ago. So, you know, man, I really want to put Brady at 24, but I'll go with the youth and the possible upside there. And, you know, the, the small possibility that I could be wrong. I like it. Well, that is officially, I think our biggest gap is 13 to 24 there, but I like that you snuck them in there. I, I commend you for your acknowledgement of your possibility of being wrong. And obviously, you know, there is a high upside, but yeah, this is more me hedging my bets. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. Um, yeah. Matt Ryan was the guy that just fell out when I really wanted to fit into my top 24. Um, I just, you know, I guess having them above Brady, I think I kind of view them equally as like scary retirement threats, especially if one of them doesn't have as good of a season as they want to have. Um, so, you know, I just think that if they play for equally as long, Tom Brady's going to put up more fantasy points in that time. I could be wrong. I do agree with everything you said about the, the Colts offense. Um, but, um, you know, I, you know, having, I am surprised you have them above Brady, but I, you know, with Brady signing that deal, um, you know, maybe there is a little bit more concern with, with that, but yeah, like if Matt Ryan doesn't have a mediocre, even bad season this year, I could very well see him choosing to retire and not, you know, not taking the big Ben route and staying a year longer than, than you need to. But, uh, you know, it's going to happen at some point, but I don't think it's going to be this year, but I could, you know, I'm equally concerned about them. And I just think that the time Brady is here, um, I'm going to be happier. He's on my team, but, uh, but other than that, I mean, I guess the Jameis Winston, I have Winston at 28. I ranked as high as 29 players, so I do have him lower. Um, you're right about him in the first, I think, four or five weeks before he got injured, but a lot of that was the one game. I think it was week one. He had like five, five or six touchdowns, and then he had some pretty bad duds after that. So he wasn't playing well through that whole stretch. It was really just kind of inflated by the, the one game that he blew up. But – Fair enough. I mean, he's show he's. I mean, he's had seasons where he's a top five fantasy option in the past, obviously with the Bucks. So, um, it's it's not outside of the realm of possibility that he does go back to that old form. Uh, so, you know, I, maybe I should have him a little higher. I can't put him in my top twenty four, but maybe I would have him higher than Daniel Jones and, and Jared Goff, who I currently have above him. So, real quick, uh, Winston played six healthy games. And only one of them, he had less than 15 points. Yeah, 15, point, 15 points isn't very good for a quarterback in six-point passing. Uh, his, his top three performances were 40.8 points, 33.96, and 20.5. All right, so he had two two really good games, and the twenty point five is is a you know is the the threshold I need to meet in in six points. So, you know that's that's fair enough. But yeah, he, I mean you you see the games in there where it was really bad too, though. But uh, I mean but 15, fa- 15 points playing again. I mean that's, that's playing not, I mean, well, I mean like if you look at the stats, especially though they're they're bad, man. I mean like, yeah, but I mean I know it's fantasy, but fifteen points and six point pass touchdown is not what I'm expecting. That, he had court. three interceptions in seven games. What do you mean the stats are bad? I mean, the stats are bad in the games where in that 15 point game, I bet if you look, it's, it's not, it's not good, but anyways, fair enough. He had ups and downs. I think that's fair to say, Uh, but he definitely showed an upside that surprised me and he did it without Michael Thomas. He did it without Chris Olave. So maybe with those guys that will be more consistent in game to game, maybe not 40 points, but you know, maybe 25 to 30. Um, So 
uh, yeah, well, that's going to complete it. I mean, is there anybody else you want to throw in and talk about here? I mean, my next guys after Matt Ryan were Daniel Jones and Jared Goff. Uh, you know, obviously Daniel Jones has shown an upside, but he sucks. And Jared Goff has shown a floor, but he kind of sucks. So, um, okay. last point, because I can't let it go. The, the mid-grade QB2 last year, so the QB18 overall in points per game was Mr. Uh, Jimmy G. He averaged just under 18 points per game. Dude, nobody wanted to start at Jimmy G, even as their quarterback, too. Like, no, I mean, but I'm talking about averages. Like, I understand. I understand. I, like, but like, it's not about like if you're scared to start a player because they have consistent stretches of bad games. But Winston didn't have those. <laughs> Yes, he did have bad games. He absolutely he had bad just games. Just like consistent, consistent stretches, though. Oh, he didn't have okay. Yeah, well, he didn't have a consistent stretch of games, period, because he played six games. But And he got injured in the six, so he played five games. He played, but, no, he played seven, got injured in the okay, seven. Okay, okay. So, but anyways, you know, fair enough. I mean, I'll let you be higher on Winston. Um, I, You know, I, I will say the Saints trading their draft picks kind of – does i mean they could still get somebody in the offseason they obviously they tried to vet deshaun i mean if somebody like that goes on the market maybe kyler does get more disgruntled and somebody like that turns up they could definitely bid for somebody like that but i don't think they're going to draft anybody so that is one thing i'll say in favor of of winston okay gotta eat the w baby um well thank you for tuning in this week guys we did our quarterbacks this week we'll be doing running backs next week um, it's going to be a little, uh, we can do 24 with running backs, but obviously there are guys that are worth talking about past that. Um, it'll be interesting to see when we finish these, these ranking episodes, we are going to do a dispute episode, um, and, uh, kind of get some of the guys we have furthest ranked apart. So definitely we'll have guys like Trey Lance and Mac Jones and Zach Wilson and Justin Fields on there. You didn't even have Justin Fields in your top 24. Did you? Nope. Right, right. Where did did you do you know where he is? Did you go past that to tell us or no? I know he ain't in the top twenty-five. Okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Well, uh, yeah. So, so definitely there'll be some guys to talk about there. Um, and uh, yeah, but anyways, next week's gonna be running backs. We'll get into that. That that's that's the hardest one in dynasty for me, just because age is the most important for obviously for running backs. You got the smallest window of you know, elite production potential. So uh, it's really hard to rank some of these guys when they're really good, but they're a little bit older. Uh, so, you know, sitting down and, and putting pen to paper and, you know, I have my rankings as I'm drafting, but especially when I do these episodes, it's like, okay, these are official. They're locked in. They're forever is cemented in history. So, uh, you know, I kind of, stress over them a little bit more so gonna be some stressful decisions to be made the next week about running backs nate you got anything to say before we close out nope it's all been said it's all been done let's get on into runners let's do it let's do it well thank you all for tuning in be sure to like subscribe comment and messages if you got any questions let us know how you like the format if if uh the new format we did this time uh i think we're able to cover a lot more and hopefully there was less repetition so that's what we're aiming for here uh and uh yeah thanks again guys we always appreciate y'all so for nate this is josiah fantasy dogs out (laughs) 